one of the things we love to do in Utah in the wintertime is to ski. And my son, Harrison, who's 10 now, he started skiing back when he was five. We'd go every other year. He'd go up and ski. The last time I went, um, when I was 39, I actually stayed in the lodge because I was too overweight to ski. I didn't think my knees could handle it. And I was just too scared to get on the slopes with my son. And he went up the chairlift with my sister and brother-in-law. And that was just a moment you knew. And I was at the bottom of the hill Mm. filming him saying, hey, man, that's awesome. Good job. And I was so ashamed of myself because I'm letting my son live his life with his dad drinking Mm. hot cocoa in the lodge. You're listening to the Forging Fury podcast, a show dedicated to bettering lives through fitness, nutrition, and inspiring stories from athletes of every stripe. Welcome, everybody. This is Coach Riley. This is the Forging Fury podcast, and I'm sitting here with my buddy, Michael Gray. This is episode one. We are going and we are rolling. We got all our cool gear set up. We look like like we're official. At least we look like we know what we're doing. Right. <laughs> we're just going to let you guys in on what we got going on, what we got planned, kind of our ideas of the podcast and what we want to do. The first episode here is just going to be mostly an intro. We're going to get to know me and Michael. He doesn't like being called Mike. That's his dad's name. But Michael, Michael and myself are going to give us some brief intros, kind of uh, where we see the podcast going and a little bit of our CrossFit stories. We're going to get into why and what made us get into this crazy thing that we are now addicted to. You know, I remember coming to you a few months ago and you know, you always talk about what you listen to when you're listening to other people's podcasts. And I, I love the way you coach and the way you explain things visually. And I said to you, dude, you need to do a podcast. And you just kind of laughed it off like, oh yeah, that'd be cool. But a few weeks ago, you came to me and said, man, I think I'm ready to go. Yeah. What, uh, what made you decide that now's the time to start this up? What- well, f- well, first of all, my mom always told me I have a face for radio, so that was good. So <laughs> no, um, I actually have a buddy, shout out to my boy, George Hartshorn out in New York. Uh, he's got a podcast with his gym and he was telling me all about it and he actually asked me to be on it. So I was like, well, dude, we could do that here. We've got really good people. We can do that. You know, um, imitation is the biggest form of flattery. So right. shout out to George, man. You're the man. So right. we were talking about why we wanted to do the Forging Fury podcast. Me and Michael sat at a table at Rudy's, a little barbecue place up the, up the street. And we kind of talked about how awesome our gym is. Um, I've been to maybe about 30 or 40 different CrossFit gyms, but I've yet to see the quality of person that we have at CrossFit Fury. So our goal is just kind of to feature our guests or feature our members and kind of show you how awesome they are. Um, we've got tons of stories, tons of people, different perspectives that we want to just bring to you guys and bring them to the forefront. Um, we've got a 5 a.m. class and we've got a 6.30 p.m. class, and I rarely think they ever come into uh come into contact. So this would be a good realm, a good, of, uh, a good medium to even connect our own community a little bit better. Podcast. This community is uh, well-renowned. It's a 10-year gym. Like, who, this is, we have to realize that that's very rare in this CrossFit game. 10 years with, uh, with a sport, with, a, with an idea that's so new that, we, that we've been around for 10 years. That's, that's, and that's credit to Peter Edgett, our, our owner. Like he's created this from the ground up and now we have an awesome platform of people to kind of elaborate this podcast on. Yeah, so, it's a lot of stories to tell. I bet he, I can't wait to get him in here and him talk. Wait, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is your official invite, Peter. You're yes, welcome to come yeah. on anytime. Whenever you're ready, Peter. This is all, the stage is all yours. 
Yeah, we've got our why for the podcast, but every single person who walks in the door has their own why for what they're doing every <laughs> single day. And we, we want to tell all those whys too. So our why is your why, basically. Dude, you fire me. You could just do this by yourself, Mike. This is stupid. So when we're not talking about um, personal stories from other people and interviewing mm. people, what, what, what would you like to see us, mm. us, be, us do? I would love just to kind of become a resource for people, like a resource for nutrition, a resource for mobility, a resource for recovery. Any type of uh, thing you may, qu- like a question you may have in class that you didn't have shot to ask this can be become a resource that you go to so oh snap the guys at forge and fury are talking about mobility today let me check that out so maybe i can steal one thing anytime i visit a gym or anytime i have a friend that does this i always try to steal one thing what can i take away and become better with so if if we can be a resource for people to kind of learn new things and practice new things then that's what that's really what our goal is all right love it yeah, so what we want to do is kind of um, tell us a little bit about yourself, Michael. Where are you from? Well, how are your family? Tell us, tell us all the good things. Yeah, so uh, I'm a 41-year-old guy who <laughs> lives in Avondale, Arizona, which is right here by Fury, not far away. Uh, I've got a wife, Heidi, and three kids, um, Harrison, Sayla, and Carson. Um, my wife and, and I got married Almost 19 years ago. 19 years, dude. That's yeah. amazing. So I'm uh, impressed. We're coming up on 19 years. We both got married very young, but we found the right people early and uh, lucky. it lucky. worked. So uh, I got her involved in CrossFit after a long time. I've only been doing this for two years myself. Yeah. I saw, um, I saw the transition of Mike or Michael, sorry, Michael coming in here and then he brought his wife along and that's when I really saw kind of like a big transformation with him and Heidi. That was like, it's cool to watch soulmates together. Yes, I, I, I love it. And she didn't want to come at first. She was really nervous. Mm. I was like, I can't do this kind of stuff. Well, I, I think everybody was. Yeah, every, I think everybody is. And mm. I, I bugged her to the point where she said, fine, I'll, I'll try it. And uh, she's pretty addicted. She's now. in it now, dude. She's <laughs> yeah. all over it. PR and everywhere. Yeah. yeah so, she's, um, she's killing it. She listens well, man. This is a, the name of the game is finding people that like to listen. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> what I do for work has nothing to do with podcasting, <laughs> has nothing to do with CrossFit. It's just, uh, I, I like doing, uh, I do video editing and graphic design, that type of thing. So, um, yeah, that's, that's kind of my story. I, so I conv- your, your background is much more CrossFit uh, centered. So yeah. why, don't, why don't you tell us a little bit about your background? Well, dude, I am coming live from you from West Columbia, South Carolina. So the, the capital of, of South Carolina is, uh, is Columbia, but um, I come from the west side of that area. Um, I went to the University of South Carolina and got a public health degree. So shout out, go Gamecocks. The only place you can say that without getting weird looks is Columbia. Um, we're not in Columbia right now, dude. <laughs> no. So we're going to get some weird looks. Go Gamecocks. Um, no shame. Um, yeah. So I got involved with CrossFit, um, probably about 2013, 2014. Um, I've watched the, as cliche as this story sounds, I watched the CrossFit games on ESPN, uh, Googled CrossFit in my area, showed up to Carolina CrossFit. And, uh, the first workout, I remember watching people do a ring muscle up and that would just was like, I was like, oh my gosh, I don't know what this is, uh, but I got to be a part of it. Nice. It was hypnotizing. People were shredded. I could see every muscle in their body. At this point, I was doing like bodybuilding, like back and buys, chest and tries. And it like I wasn't fit, 
but I thought I was fit. You know, you always like have that like realm of reality where you think like, yeah, dude, I'm, I'm fit, dude. I'm strong. I can bench press 135. Like I'm strong. And then you go in and watch this, these people doing magical things and, and movements that you've never seen before. And then I knew I was hooked instantly. I think it was the year that they did. Like I remember watching, it was a split snatch run, some type of workout around a, around a track. And, and I just was like, dude, this is it. This is it for me. So See, it's different for me. When I watched that kind of stuff for the first time, I was like, these people are crazy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah definitely. Uh, definitely people. And you see that and we can kind of get into this deeper on another episode, but that's not real life. Like the CrossFit games aren't CrossFit. The CrossFit games are the, the highlights and the, the super freak athletes. But yeah, but uh, watching Michael Jordan makes you want to play basketball. So you get out and agreed, you shoot on, at your garage. So that's always a good thing. Yeah, but then people watch uh, Michael Jordan and think that they're Michael Jordan when they right. play basketball in quick realization. And that's that. how you get injured in basketball <laughs> exactly. and CrossFit. The first time I tried to dunk like Michael Jordan, it didn't end so well. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but, so n- now people just heard our, our little history and they know mm-hmm. that I'm not some CrossFit guy and this is kind of how you live your life. I mean, mm-hmm. you're a coach here. Totally. What, uh, when I, when you came to me talking about a podcast, I was happy to help you set it up. And then you asked me to host, mm. which seems weird. <laughs> no, Probably seems weird. weird to people. What, uh, what's the reasoning for having, uh, two different types of people? Well, we want to have a kind of a wide perspective of, of viewpoints and experience levels and kind of give you both sides of the spectrum on either topic or any topic we want to talk about. I've got a lot of experience and been in this for a while. And Michael is kind of what we like to say novice or new into the game. And he's willing to learn and I'm willing to teach. And I think that's a really cool thing. But covering covering our bases here. Yeah, I I do just about all my workouts scaled. I Like I said, I've only been doing this for two years. So there's still a lot I'm learning. And I love having you as a coach and everybody else here. Yeah, the goal is here to be a platform where people can learn and collaborate and kind of kind of skip some of the steps that I did on along the way and yeah. kind of any experienced CrossFitter people will tell you like, Oh gosh, I was doing that for a while. Thank God I'm not doing that anymore. Yeah. Like kind of maybe can take some heartaches out of some things. I started CrossFit around 2014, 2015 and I started coaching around 2015. So 2014, I started 2015. I started coaching, took my level one in Atlanta, Georgia, never looked back since still remember that. But, um, yeah, I started coaching and I coached at Carolina CrossFit for about five years. It was a really cool place, man. It was full of pool, uh, cool coaches or really knowledgeable coaches that kind of showed me the way. So uh, shout out to Ben Aiken, Joey Pellegrino. Who else we have out there? Back in the days, Paul Beckwith. He was the owner. But a lot of guys that like were, gave me my shot and like don't ever really forget those people. Um, they threw me into the water pretty quickly. Uh, there was a, a class I ve- uh, remember very, very well. Ben Aiken, my mentor at the time, was he showed me one class and co- uh, kind of coached the whole class. And then the next class, he's like, all right, you're going to do it. You're up. And literally threw me into the pool and I've never looked back since. So it's, um, it's, a, it's a game that, well, not really a game. It's a thing where you just have to be in touch with people. I think it more boils down to the connection, human connection, which I think is a thing lost in today's age. But you know, it, for me, it's all about the people. Yeah, it's always been about the people, and it always will be about the people. If those uh, if those guidelines are lost, I feel like I'll have to walk away. Yeah, yeah. So when you were you're coaching at Carolina CrossFit mm-hmm. and you decided to come here, what uh, what brought you to Phoenix? Why why was CrossFit Fury the place you wanted to go? And and what kind of what kind of training did you have before you even got here? Nice. Good question, Michael. Um, I actually got my level one about 2014 in Atlanta, Georgia. Then I started coaching and I started with a small group of people and just kind of worked my way up. 
Um, I had that, I think I had my level one for about a year or a year or two, and then went to the level two course, CrossFit level two. And basically that course is just about them ripping you apart. Uh, these instructors at the level two, they kind of watch, uh, watch you coach a group and then kind of lead you towards um, coaching a group better. And they're relentless. Those guys are savages at that course, which it going back and in hindsight, that's one of the best courses out there. It's a little bit more practical. Um, I got, um, along the time there, I also got like CrossFit gymnastics. Um, I did a USAW weightlifting course. Um, and yeah, I was riding those out till I got to Fury. Um, I, I came to Fury, uh, my friend, Nicole Matera, who will be on this podcast as she's listening, uh, she's got a great story, but she's, um, she was good friends with Peter before she moved to Columbia. We became friends in Columbia and I was looking to get out of Columbia just because I've been there forever. I love you, Carolina CrossFit, but, uh, I needed to start over and kind of challenge myself in a new direction. I uh, reached out to Peter email within like an hour. I think he responded back and we started going back and forth and he had me out for a weekend. I think it was the same weekend as the best of AZ masters competition. So I come here on a Thursday. Um, I roll in Thursday afternoon. Peter's working with the Verado cheerleading team and I'm like, whoa, what kind of gym already does this kind of cool stuff? They have CrossFit kids program or, and then their teens program and then they roll out on Friday and and I see their CrossFit classes, the basic classes. So I was just like wild from the beginning. Like, I think I knew within the first hour of being here that I wanted to coach here. Yeah. Um, so we had that competition going on and me and Peter are sitting in his truck riding out to uh, the airport, Buckeye Airport, is that a place? Uh-huh. Um, and I looked to Peter and I say, hey, Peter, uh, I'm ready to move here when you're ready to hire me. <laughs> and he looked at me kind of like a sideways look. He's like, oh, good, because we want to hire you. So bold move by me, but uh, we're all worked out. So He could have kicked you out right yeah, exactly. Buckeye. You would have not known <laughs> yeah. where to go. He could have uh, stopped the car and kicked me out. So, um, yeah, we had a pretty good weekend that, that whole weekend. And I just knew that this place had a vibe that I really, really liked. So I went home. Uh, about two or three weeks later, packed everything I owned into a Ford Fiesta, which is uh, not the biggest car, and uh, drove across the country. Um, I've been here for about a year now, and in that year time, I've kind of uh, stepped on the gas pedal with trying to educate myself. Um, what's really cool about Fury is that they host a lot of these CrossFit seminars, so I've been able to uh, educate myself. I took the CrossFit Kids program, which was awesome. Um, I've taken the... Uh, aerobic capacity cert. I took that in at CrossFit Blade. And then within the last four, I think three or four months, I passed the level three. So uh, CFL3 is a, or CCFT is a credential that they use. But that was a pretty gnarly test. And I will be open with people. I failed it a couple of times. It was not a first go around for me. <laughs> so there is, uh, there is no strength in re- uh, without resistance, guys. So um, uh, I will hammer the door down to get what I want. Nice. <laughs> I'd like to uh, just give a little background on my, yeah. my training. Totally. I can do double unders. Yes. <laughs> a few. Dude, totally. I've met people that have done CrossFit for years. I can't do double under, so you're ahead of the game. I worked hard. I don't know. There's not an official certification for that, but <laughs> well, I, I earned it. Well, I can string I, I like remember, 20 together. I remember coming in for about maybe two or three months in the morning and watching Mark Slager and Michael Gray hammer away double unders until they could do them. Who was doing better? Um, I won't my, I won't say who was Just doing say better. <laughs> Just say it. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll let 
people's mind wonder of who they really think it was, was a better double under artist. It was Mark. Well, uh, well, what's crazy about double unders for me is that I grew up playing basketball and that was like the only movement in CrossFit I did before CrossFit. So I came in and was able to do double unders and was like, I'm a, I'm so cool. Cause I can do double unders. But then I tried to do an overhead squat and was instantly humbled. That's the worst man. Yeah. Ooh. And I assume it's, it's gotta be fun for you to see people of all different ability levels. Like I'm, there's, there's people in this gym who are pretty, pretty fit and yeah. do, do everything RX. And then there's other people. So mm-hmm. how do you balance uh, coaching between? Well, I honestly like people, it doesn't really matter your skill level. It matters your ability to listen. So, and, and to kind of take, uh, take guidance and, and really, really learn, to be honest, people don't really enjoy take, well, some people love taking instruction and some people don't, Yeah. but if you're willing to learn, I'm willing to coach. Yeah. I think one of the things I always loved about you as a coach is you like little phrases. Yeah. I'm like a catchphrase. Small guy. hinges, swing yeah. big doors. I think a long time ago I said to Michael, I was like, Hey man, small hinges, swing big doors. And ever since then he reminds me of that. I've got, I've got like an encyclopedia of one liners that yeah. just seem to come out with like coach. I'm a, I'm a tagline kind of guy. So yeah, but it's a, vi- it's visual learning. So it kind of helps guys like me. So. Yeah. 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 I, I'm, I'm in it for, I'm in it for the people, man. That's always, that's always what it's been about. Okay, so my, we kind of heard a little bit about my CrossFit story, CrossFit intro. Uh, Michael, tell us uh, how and why and where you saw it. Tell us all about your CrossFit journey. Uh, well, my, my journey kind of started just about two years ago, almost to the day. Um, I was 39 years old and the age of 40 was coming down hard and fast. And I was the kind of person that had every before photo you could ever want. <laughs> for nutrition and fitness. I, yeah. I was the guy that was always going to get it done this year. And this time mm. I, it was my time. And you know, what was interesting is I grew up in Salt Lake city, Utah, and my family still lives up there. And every other Christmas we go up and shout spend out to time Michael's up. family. Shout out to my, <laughs> my family. Yes. Uh, one of the things we love to do in Utah in the wintertime is to ski. Mm. And my son Harrison, who's 10 now, he started skiing back when he was five. We'd go every other year. He'd go up and ski. The last time I went, um, when, when I was 39, I actually stayed in the lodge because I was too overweight to ski. I didn't think my knees could handle it. I didn't think the altitude could work uh, with my lungs. And I was just too scared to get on the slopes with my son. And he went up the chairlift with my sister and brother-in-law. And that was just a moment you knew. And I was at the bottom of the hill mm. filming him saying, Hey man, that's awesome. Good job. And I was so ashamed of myself because I'm letting my son live his life with his dad drinking Mm. hot cocoa in the lodge. That was really the turning point for me that in turning 40, I was like, you know what? (laughs) It's time. I'm not going to be the dad who's, who is just too overweight to ski and watch his son from the bottom of the mountain. So that my friends is what we like to call a real life story right there. That's why we do this right here. But I wasn't stupid enough to try CrossFit right Mm. off the bat, (laughs) right? Because I was still that fat guy. So what I first started doing is kickboxing. They have have some kickboxing gyms around here, which I had a good time doing that. It was a lot of fun, kind of a group atmosphere, Mm. but I kind of got a little tired of it just being the same thing every time. And, uh, there was a guy I followed, um, on Instagram who I followed under the fit by 40 hashtag. And I've talked about him before. His mm-hmm. name is Jacob Fasig mm-hmm. and he's a, uh, he's a podcast host himself and he's a big dude and he started at 415 pounds. And I saw this guy uh-huh. throw in weights at a CrossFit gym and I was like, Whoa, mm-hmm. I knew about CrossFit. I didn't think I could do it, but this mm-hmm. guy was doing it. Why do you think he couldn't do it? 
let's dive into that a little bit. Well, you, you kind of see the memes on, on the internet, right? <laughs> They're doing those weird things with the uh, machines, yeah. right? It, it, it's not, what's funny is they don't ever do anything like that in real mm, CrossFit. Totally. Just, I just kind of thought it was crazy people doing mm. crazy things. And it kind of is. <laughs> You're, you might not be wrong. But the thing I love about it is it's something you can scale. Mm. And uh, I decided because of Jacob, I decided I'd drop in here and just see what it was like. Totally. So you walk in the door day one. What's it like? Kelly McGuire. Oh, Kelly McGuire. I think I was late and I'm pretty Ooh. sure we had to do burpees because I was late. Wow. Um, Everyone I, hates you for that. Before. I call Kelly my CrossFit mom. I, yeah. She, she just took me in, mm-hmm. told me I didn't have to do everything exactly the way it was supposed to be. Yes. I couldn't even squat like a quarter of the way down just mm. on a natural squat. And, uh, she just showed me all the scaled things I needed to do totally. to get the workout finished. And I left that first day being like, man, that was rough. <laughs> See you tomorrow. Yeah. And, uh, I was in basics for almost a year before she kicked me out. Totally. And, uh, now I'm on the CrossFit side and I'm still scaling everything yeah, and, totally. uh, I'm loving every minute of it. I've lost about 70 pounds since 70 I started. Pounds. Uh, we just went up to Salt Lake city again this last Christmas and guess who was skiing Nice, with dude. my boy. Yes. I, that was a, a good milestone for me. I love wow. doing it. Coming full circle there. Yeah. That must have felt good. Yeah. It was just on the green slopes. It doesn't count. Still not at the lodge. Still not drinking cocoa. That's right. And it was so cold. I kind of <laughs> wanted to be in the lodge, but <laughs> this is my choice now. Yes. It's my choice. So that's, that's kind of my story. Dude, and that's, that's an awesome story. Yeah. But a lot of people can relate to that story, Michael. That's why we have you on the podcast. Well, thanks. I, and I hope, I hope they can because I always said, no, nah, CrossFit's not for mm. me because I thought I knew what it was. And mm. it's not that way. Totally. And I've been to other gyms where I've dropped in and, you know, every gym I've been to is, is willing to let you scale and mm. to teach you what you need to do to scale if there's something you haven't done before. Totally. And that's, that's why I think CrossFit is such a cool Infinite, community. Infinitely scalable people. That's what we're talking about. Yeah. You definitely. don't have RX every workout. <laughs> right. Or any workout. Or any workout. Yeah, totally. This, this is what's great about what we do. Yeah. So we kind of told you a little bit about ourselves, Michael and I, we kind of told you uh, our direction of the podcast and what, what we kind of want to do with this, what kind of platform we want to create. And we kind of got into a little bit of our CrossFit journeys. Um, we're looking forward to sharing this platform with you guys. Um, we just hope that we can uh, be a resource for you guys to uh, learn and then uh, apply what you learn to real life. Yeah, and I think that it, if you ever come in and you have an idea of something you'd like us yeah. to dive more deeply into, I, I know that we do Wellness Wednesdays and you know we talk about nutrition and sometimes it's only about 15 minutes worth of time and maybe you want to hear more information, feel free to talk to, to Riley yeah, this or is, even to This me. is all about you guys. Like I said earlier, it's always about the people. So we need your help. We want to make this thing awesome. We need your feedback. So hit us up. I think uh, you can give us, um, this is going to be a, a, a podcast veteran move, but I think if we get higher ratings or get five stars, we reach more people. So if you want to, if you hear this and you want to give us a review, go ahead and head down and give us five stars. Yeah. We'd love that. And if you want to give us one star, then don't bother. Yeah, exactly. We don't want to get one stars, only five stars only. You can also follow us on Instagram yes. at forging fury. Um, yes. feel free to comment. Well, we'll, you we'll can, stay engaged. What with is you. give the people your personal Instagram handle? What can they, where can they follow Michael gray? Uh, I am at, at MG two project. Okay. And, and I'm a project. That's why MG two project. And, <laughs> yeah. and Riley's at, at Riley Kilbride. Yeah, at Riley Kilbride. Super basic. Wish I had a cooler Instagram handle. One L. <laughs> no, two L's. There's two L's. Two L's and Riley one L and Kilbride. Oh, that's what I meant. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and also taking suggestions for a cool Instagram handle for me. So <laughs> yeah. It's got to be something with hair. Yeah. Well, maybe, maybe face for radio underscore. Yeah, I, lo- I love that. <laughs> 
thanks guys for listening for the Forging Fury podcast. Again, we want to reach more people. So if you don't mind, give us a five-star review so your mom's friends, your friend's mom, and your grandma can hear us. Later. Later.